1: Hi everybody! Thanks so much for joining me. Uh, the podcast is sponsored by Audible.com, and we are providing you with a free trial of Audible. You can go to audibletrial.com/businessgrowth, sign up for that trial, and then you know check out the audiobooks, but also check out the other content that they have uh, as well. Over the years, this podcast has gained recognition as a great resource for small business owners, sales professionals, uh, business leaders. We are fortunate to be included on lists of the best podcasts to listen to for varieties of reasons on varieties of sites. This is due really uh, to the guests. Uh, These are people who have expertise in particular areas of business. And they join me for a conversation where they share that expertise with all of you. Today is no different, my guest today is Tommy Mello. In 2010, Tommy became the sole owner operator of a Phoenix-based garage door service business with $50,000 in debt. Today, A1 Garage generates more than $40 million in annual revenue with over 200 employees in several states. Tommy helps other entrepreneurs also become millionaires without sacrificing their lives in the process. He shares his best strategies in his Amazon bestseller book, Home Service Millionaire, and as host of the popular podcast, Home Service Expert. Thanks so much for joining me today, Tommy.
2: Thanks for letting me be here. I'm very excited about today.
1: Absolutely, I'm I'm thrilled to be talking to you. and, and you say, uh, which I tend to agree with, that having the right mindset is essential to you know, business growth and, and success. Um, I'm curious about how someone learns to think like a millionaire when they have debt and really you know no time to think. They're super busy. They're trying to uh, you know, get on the right side of the ledger. How do they do that?
2: You know what it is? It's thinking with the, I always thought I was going to be a multimillionaire, but I needed to learn what would it need? What would a company need to look like? So for example, I'm going to be a billion dollar company within four years. And to get to a billion dollars, I said, hmm, that's weird. How do I get there? And all my my managers thought I was crazy. So I simply started with a billion. And I said, how much does an average technician need? I, f- I figured that out. Uh, half a million dollars is I have uh, my, my average technician will do a half a million dollars a year. So if I got 2000 technicians, that's a billion dollars. How many CSRs do I need? How many dispatchers do I need? How many recruiters do I need? How many trainers do I need? What kind of LMS do I need? How would my CRM work? So I had to devise what it would look like first in my mind, to create a reality. So the dream became a vision, which is now becoming reality. I mean, we're only up to 300 employees, but we'll be over a thousand next year because this last year and a half, we spent the whole time building the infrastructure to handle the growth of what's coming. And um, now we're hiring 40 people a month at the minimum. And my goal is to be at 70 a month next year.
1: Wow. Okay, so this sounds to me like, I mean, I like this because it's very strategic and specific. Um, But and it sounds like really, you know, stepping out and doing the math, technically, you know, the unemotional part, really breaking it down to where are you now, and then extrapolating that out for whatever, wherever it is you're trying to get.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. It's basically, I've kind of stacked the deck in my favor. I've gone and visited a lot of shops that are multi-millions, hundreds of millions. Um, I think getting and learning what other people are doing. I have people come to my shop all the time and I try to help them, try to pay it forward. And Mm -hmm. it's interesting now. It's like we have these morning mojo calls. I've had two of them this morning. I had a field supervisor meeting. And then I had our morning meeting with everybody in Phoenix and two other markets. We're in 14 states. Uh, We've got a whole plan to go to market in a new state. We know exactly what we're doing. We, We know exactly how many chairs we're buying from Costco, the exact TV we're buying. We know the exact printer, the exact desks. We've got several computers we buy. Everything is cookie cutter. It's all process oriented, standard operating procedures, checklists. We've got a plan for every single thing we do. Do we make it perfect every time? No but it's progress, not perfection. And we're always growing. There's never a perfect time to expand and grow. The main thing that we do is our financials. I got in the office about an hour ago and right here, I have one, two, three, four, five, six pages of reports just from yesterday. That was on my desk. When I got here, it tells us the revenue yesterday. We did 217,000 yesterday. Our average opportunities per technicians were 343 Uh Today's reports includes driving behavior. Uh, positive was 90% of our con- service checks, ha- 90% of the service conversion rate, um, 99%. I can keep going, but this tells me everything I need to know about the company. I spent 15 minutes of my day looking at basically the financials and digging through the KPIs, which are key performance indicators. And, uh, you know, people do what you inspect, not what you expect. I told my guys this morning, I keep score on everything. You guys should keep score. The guys that keep score, the gals that keep score, they win every single day. I know every CSR's booking rate. I know how long they're on the phone. I know their average score because we, we sent out a random uh, kind of a uh, something for our customers to take about our company, like a random survey. Uh, these are things that I feel like every company should be doing, but most of them don't. Most of them think about it. They just never implement it.
1: Right, right. Yeah, and it's not a lot of time. I mean, you just said 15 minutes a day.
2: Yeah, it's not a lot of time. A lot of time, though, I'll I'll spend on, I'll research the outliers. That's what I tell people. Ah. I find out what the best of the best are doing. That's what I spend 90% of my time on. And then I build that into our training manuals. I have 32 manuals now. And people are like, manuals? Are you kidding me, dude? The secrets manuals? Well, when you hire somebody, how are they supposed to succeed? What's their playbook to win? Everybody in my company's paid for performance except for like 10 people. So, you know, technically I'm paid for performance. If we don't make a profit, I don't get paid. So everybody's got skin in the game. I used to hate annual reviews because an annual review to me meant, oh, you've been here a year. It's time for you to get a raise. Why, why would I do that? Now, right. a lot of people make minimum wage or their bonus structure, which it's either one or the other. It's not... plus this, this bonus structure. It's a performance pace. So I've got people answering my phones making $30 an hour every single week. And I've got other people that make 12 that end up quitting within a month. (laughs) We create a really good opportunity for the, the the A players and a really bad opportunity for B and C players.
1: Yeah. So, right. So they self-select. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, Uh, Okay. I want to shift to marketing. So, uh, you know, businesses need to market. They need to focus on marketing if they're really going to grow. So I'm curious where you would recommend business owners start for really turning on that marketing machine.
2: Yeah. So marketing is my favorite thing. I ended up getting a master's degree in marketing, which... Taught me absolutely nothing, um, but um, <laughs> I uh, I uh, I've learned a lot over the years, and uh, it starts out with your online reputation. Um, people are like, "Yeah, Yelp's not big where I'm from." It all ranks. So if you look online, you've got Facebook, Nextdoor, Google, Yelp, Angelus, Home Advisor, Thumbtack, Living Social Group, on Amazon. There's a million other ones I can name. But it's great to have a good reputation online because everybody, if you look at a billboard, you're never gonna find a lot of information. They just want that name to stick in your head when you need something. If you need a new mattress, it might be a mattress billboard. You're gonna go online and you're gonna look at reviews. They're inevitable now. So I tell everybody, if you're gonna start out, start out between your friends. If you're in an MLM product, what do they say? Friends and family, neighbors. So you go to your friends, family, neighbors. For me, I have a garage door company. So first thing I do is I go to my friends, family, neighbors and say, listen, every one of my technicians has to come up with a list of 100 friends, neighbors and family. And it's not hard to do because if I called you and said, who are seven of your friends, then call those friends and said, you have seven friends in the neighborhood. It's not hard to build a list of 100. And we go out and do a free tune up. And all we ask is if we do a great job on the free tune-up and we, we also give them parts that they need them and we give them a, a good discount, but it's kind of like when you go to a restaurant in a soft open, they give away all the food. Mm-hmm. Uh, my goal is get out there get them comfortable with their CRM, get them comfortable with their, with the, where they're at in the ladder, uh, get them comfortable driving our big vans. And also in the process, get great reviews. Hopefully if we do a good job for those people because they are friends, neighbors, and family. Um, <laughs> I've seen family members and friends leave bad (laughs) reviews as well. But overall, I think you start out with your online reputation. The next thing you do is you focus all your attention on Google. I think Google is God. Um, People don't understand website traffic. They don't understand search engine optimization. They don't understand how to get great reviews. They don't understand Google My Business. Now they have a thing called local service ads for home service. And then, of course, they have pay-per-click. So I mastered those. I also focus a little bit on Bing. Um, the next thing I do is do very, very strategic mailers. And then I do a lot of social media. Uh, but when it comes to marketing, here's one misconception is I don't always go after customers. A lot of times I'm looking for amazing employee employees, which are my internal customers. So I think too many times people say, I need more customers, I need more customers, you know, one of the things I want to point out is a good CSR will make an extra million dollars over an A-player CSR who answers your phone calls will make an extra million dollars for my company than a B-player. And a B-player still does good. But the A-players make an extra million. And some people are like, well, those are only $15 an hour people. I'm like, well, that, if that's your mindset. Right. Then then that's just, it's dumb. And it's it's ignorant on their part to say something like that.
1: Yeah. I'm going to take a quick sponsor break and then. I have some more questions for you. Accelerate Your Business Growth Podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have thousands of titles to choose from, as well as podcasts, Audible Originals, Guided Meditations, and more. One of my favorite audiobooks is Everyone Deserves a Great Manager by Scott Miller. For me, I love being able to listen to it anywhere and across my devices without losing my place. And I think you will too. So visit audibletrial.com/businessgrowth to explore the variety of audiobooks and programs for yourself. Okay, so I have I have two questions around that subject. And the, the first one is um, how how do you well Let's see, how do you find the right people? And then the second one, which you know is sort of tangential to that, um, then talk to me about training. So, so your customer facing people are doing upselling and, and being that face of the company that brings in more revenue.
2: Yeah, so we've got four full-time recruiters we're on every single job site out there. We do a lot of social media, and I've got a $15 referral fee to any of my employees that find an employee. And I've got a very sophisticated system to track it so that they just pass out a business card to go. So they're tracking phone numbers, everything's tracked. So it's really easy. I have a guy that made $15,000 in the last five months that works for me just by going out and recruiting. Mm-hmm. So always be recruiting. Instead of always be closing, I say ABR, always be recruiting. Number two, you got to go through a lot of things to get hired for me. Number one, you go through what's called spark hire and you've got to do an interview with me online, but it's not really me. It's just my video. So I'm like, tell me why I should bring you on. Give me, give me a reason why I go through five or six questions and then we look at them before we're going to waste our time with a real interview. And then they got to go through two more interviews. They got to do a ride along. They got to do a personality test. They got to do a cognitive test. A background check, a jug test, and a DMV back uh, DMV driving record test. That's just to get. That's just to get on the, on the ball with me. Then you got to go through a month apprenticeship, and then we're gonna see did you show up on time? Did you ask the customers good questions? Were you, were you, um, was your hygiene right? Did your car look right? Uh, we what I mean by car is if we go in look into your car and there's eight McDonald's bags. And just, it's disgusting. you are probably not going to get hired. So we go through all these things. Then we fly you into Phoenix. And now you got to spend a month here with the leadership team. And we go through vigorous, vigorous training. We train on three things. Um, First and foremost, operational. The next one is technical. The next one is sales. And sales is nothing more than eye contact tonality. It's body language. It's being confident when you explain something to a customer. We believe in building... So we teach everybody ref, build rapport, educate the customer, make sure we follow up. Uh, We don't need to really sell. The product sells itself. If you need something on your garage, it's not that hard. I mean, 40% of your curb appeal is your garage. It's the only thing on your home that gives 102% return on investment. And we call it the smile of your home. So we go through this vigorous, vigorous training with each and every person. And then they got to go back home go on their own for two weeks and then go back into training for two more weeks. So each and every single technician or installer gets two and a half months training at the very minimum. And then every single day, then they get put into a field supervisor program where every single call they go on for the next three months, they've got to call a field supervisor and make sure it's done correctly. And every aspect of it was, was the data put in, right? Was your um, inventory, right? I mean, we've got cameras in every car dual cameras we get to see what these guys are doing if they break too hard we know about it if they turn too fast we know about it if they smoke a cigarette the minute they go up to smoke we get alerted Mm -hmm. um it's all checks and balances i mean i i trust but verify type thing we we inspect what we expect
1: i love that i love that that so hit me when you said that you know people do what you inspect and so you inspect what you expect, and everyone knows it. So it, I would think it would make it pretty easy for them to follow, because they know you're keeping an eye on things.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, I don't I don't hold any secrets. I, I hold myself to the same standards. I try not to do anything that I wouldn't have anybody else do. And I gotta tell you, I'm really regimented now. When I started, I had no idea about this stuff. The best thing you could do is listen to podcasts, read a lot of books. You know, I wrote the book, The Home Service Millionaire, how I was in debt and was able to build a big company, but it wasn't me alone. Um, I had 12 co-authors help me with the book. I kind of stacked the deck in that sense. Uh, I learned about how to do a financial quick check meeting every single week from Alan Rohr, super intelligent woman. I'm telling you, really, really sharp. I, I, I got her to consult me. I got Al Levy to teach me about manuals and uh, how to build an org chart and a depth chart. I've got, um, I've got, I got the CEO of Service Titan, Ara. I got the COO of HomeAdvisor, Dave Smith. I got the CEO of Valpak. Those little mailers, those little blue mailers that come in the mail. I mean, I really think I learned about private equity and how to build a company through arbitrage. You know what's crazy is. I could buy a company right now for three to four times EBITDA, which is basically profit. And I could sell it for 12 to 15 times when it's under my platform. And that's what really gets me excited. I I had Adam Coffey, um, the largest commercial HVAC CEO on my podcast. He also wrote the private playbook, uh, private equity playbook. And arbitrage is when you can make money out of nowhere. So if I buy a company for five times and sell it for 15, I got 10 extra flips on it. And that's called arbitrage. That extra 10 is arbitrage, just making money out of nothing. And it's crazy how it works when you learn about this, this stuff because when you watch, if you, do you remember the, the movie Pretty Woman? Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's, that's what he did is he used to buy companies. He used to do hostile takeovers And then you consolidate underneath that company and it's worth a ton more money. Um, he'd parcel it off in different ways, but he, what, 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 that's what private equity does is that they, they buy your company, they let you reinvest. And a lot of people say you're taking chips off the table. And then what they do is they leverage debt and the debts borrowed at a lower rate, probably seven to 10%. And then they just buy out as many companies as possible because they know they're going to sell for way more money because when you're a larger company, there's way less risk, you know? Of So for my size, if I left the company would still run pretty well. Um, but five years ago, if I left, it would fall apart. So yeah. there's a lot more risk the smaller the company. And so what happens is pension funds, um, huge equity funds, um, Private investors they invest in these companies because they want the cash flow, and now with COVID nineteen now what we've seen is um, the 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 hospitality industry, the restaurant industry, the movie industry, everything's gotten really really hurt. But the home service industry is deemed for some reason. You know, I didn't make the law, but it's deemed essential. So now all these companies are looking at us, going, "Whoa, we want to take our money." of these pension funds and schools and municipalities and put it into your business. So, you know, obviously no one's happy about what's going on. It's ridiculous, but we're, we're in a decent spot considering the, uh, the fact that people need our services. They need to get out of their garage. They need to fix their, their drain pipes. They need to make sure that they have electricity. They need to make sure that they got cold air conditioning in the summer. So right now it's, it's, it's fun to learn about how, Everything works in the background. Um, I feel like every year I'm learning more because I, I surround myself with these people that are just, I always try to be the dumbest guy in the room. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's so valuable. I mean, I think a lot of business owners, like the smartest thing they can do is realize how much they don't know and that there are other people out there who know and are willing to help and willing to educate them. As you said, paying it forward, you know, and I love this idea of going and checking out, you know, successful uh, companies like yours so that you could see what are they doing? And then you just repeat what works.
2: I mean, I fly around the country and I go around and I, I literally fill up a notebook every time I'm there. And I ask them what kind of books they're reading and why. What book would they recommend for this? Uh, when I, they say, take your five closest people around you, whether that's your husband or wife, your best friend, your brother, your coworkers, yeah, whoever it is, take your top five people, add up their incomes divided by five. It will probably be within 10% of yours. Now, when you read books, listen to podcasts, surround yourself with smarter people because you're always listening and watching them and as long as it's more of a consulting type, it's not like you watch Roseanne or something, and you're like going to end up. It's completely different than watching a TV show. But if you watch and listen and read, they say take that person. Truly, over time, you'll begin to shed off those kind of vibes, and it'll change who you are. And I gotta say, I found a I found a love in 2007. I think of reading. And then I decided to go back to school and just learn a lot about, about the stuff. Uh, there's different writers, too. I mean, I'm always into self-help, but I've, I've got so many books. If you could see the shelves of books and books and books. But I now I do a lot of Audible as well. And uh, it's so cool because you could find anything on anything yeah. and read somebody's whole story, their lifetime story that they took the time to take two, three, five years to put into a book. And they read it for you. And you can read it as fast as you want. You can turn up the speed to 1.5 2, 2.5. You know, like you said, you're swatching the Audible. I listen to a lot of them. I'm up to, um, let me pull this bad boy up. So I pull up. What's cool on Audible too, is you just, you can see all the stats. So if you click on your Audible and then you click on the top left, you go to stats. and Then you can scroll over to Audible titles. I'm up to 885 books on Audible.
0: Wow.
1: Wow.
2: Fun stuff.
1: No doubt. I know, and it's so easy to listen to them.
2: It is. It's fun, and it's, um. you know, here's what I do. If, if I love, uh, I go through the first few chapters, and if I read something about the 80-20 Pareto roll, I skip it because I know all about it. I've heard it explained a thousand different ways. Mm-hmm. So I'll get through a book a lot faster because I listen mm-hmm. usually at a little bit more than two times the speed, and I skip chapters if it's like trying to explain something like, if they're explaining a lesson that I already know, like if they're talking about Google per click, I'll skip it because I'm like, okay, I know this,
1: you know? Right, 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 exactly. Um, so speaking of books, uh, tell us about your book, please.
2: Yeah, so like I said, um, it took me, <laughs> it took me, so I wrote the whole book, it took me two years and then I, I came back and um, I wanted to start not from, from scratch, but I just, I wanted to get more meat and bones in it. So I, I asked 12 people to kind of help out. And, um, I think it's pretty cool. We talk a lot about mindset. We talk a lot about hiring a players. We talk a lot about just really building a business and it works for every industry. I really made it for the home service industry, but then I had people calling me quite a bit from other, um, other industries. And I put a lot of links and notes in there number one is i don't work for service tight that's my crm i use i don't get paid from them anything some people think i'm it's a promo book for them at times and uh the knowledge in there is just mindset is everything it's literally when you understand your real meaning of why you do something it's not going to cause you to do good things when good things are happening but one day when you walk into work and everything's bad Um, everybody's smoking outside. I had a day that, that I had a manager walk out. The phones are ringing off the hook. There was eight people taking a cigarette break. And I mean, (laughs) this is bad. And this was eight, nine years ago. And I just thought to myself, there needs to be a stronger force. Why am I doing this? And and I knew that the reason I'm I'm building something, my mom and stepdad are working for me. Um, I want to build something that's generational. At this point, I could definitely sell the business and happily retire 10 times over again. But I'm still in the fetal stages of what I think I'm building. I still think there's so much more to go. There's nothing in my way. I don't want to sell to private equity. I don't want to do any of that stuff. So a lot of this stuff I put is in the book. All the mistakes I made, the mentors I learned from, and uh, it's, it's how I win $50,000 in debt to, to over, you know, right now, we're just... We're going to do about 45 million this year, but I think we'll cross hundred million next year because wow. now we're moving at a, a very, very fast rate. I've got all the pieces in place for expansion, for hiring, for training. I've got my learning management system. I've got HR department. Now we've got all these things that never existed. We've got the perfect way of training and um, it's really set up to do it. hockey stick. Just right now, I feel like we've grown. It's great. We've grown from, 32 million to 45 million, which is a good, nice jump. But now we're ready to start really making huge strides, and uh, all that's kind of outlined in the book. So, it took a while to put together. It's it's super. Affo- I think I got it. If you go to homeservicemillionaire.com forward slash free, um, it will. Uh, it's like nine bucks shipping and handling. I lose money on that. It's a hardcover book, and then it's obviously available on Audible. I read it myself, uh, and and there's a lot of links on it. And look. I don't have anything to sell. If anybody goes on there, I'm not selling anything. They think, oh, I'm selling stuff. But look, if you like the book, you want to come visit, you want to start a home service company or just learn about it. Great. But um, at the end of the day, I, I enjoy helping people. I've had a lot of people that I've helped. I've, I've done a lot of keynote speak, speaking engagements. And uh, at this point in my life, I, I, I've got one focus and that's growing this company to the largest home service company in the world. Um, i'm gonna be expanding into canada and hopefully australia in about two years so wow. we're, we're gonna have a lot of fun and uh, i tell i tell all my managers it's not supposed to be this fun literally <laughs> uh I, I enjoy waking up i enjoy working on weekends here and there and i gotta tell you i don't work that hard it sounds like i work And me putting in time is getting on the phone or looking at a pivot table and and looking at trends or 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 figuring out a new way to do marketing or talking to a customer about what we did right, what we did wrong, what we could do better with. But I'm not out there, I'm not, if I'm on the phone all night, I'm enjoying it because I'm learning from some of my internal customers who are my employees, you know what I mean? Yeah, right.
1: yeah, yep, I sure do. Oh, Tommy, I really appreciate you uh, spending this time with me and sharing this information. It, it's not only inspirational, but it's tactical. So uh, thank you so much for that.
2: Thank you. I enjoyed it.
1: Absolutely. And listeners, thank you. You are who we are doing this for. And I'd also like to thank our sponsor, audible.com. Head on over to audibletrial.com slash business growth and sign up for the free trial and then go exploring. Uh, go find Tommy's book and take a a listen, um, maybe a couple of times. Uh, (laughs) As always continue to prosper and be curious. And until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day.
0: Hey guys, this is Gabby Douglas. If you have an active lifestyle like me, hydration is key. That's why I love the hydration watermelon smoothie from Smoothie King. Blended with whole fruits, coconut water, and more electrolytes than some of the leading sports drinks, Hydration
2: Watermelon is the cleaner way to hydrate with no artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives
0: so you can recover and perform at your peak ability during the summer heat. Order online or through the app for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, p powder Donut. <coughs>